0: Welcome everybody to another episode of the Keepers of the Book. I'm your host Maz Ahmed, joined here by my brother Mutahir Ahmed. What's up? And we are going over Mistborn, the Final Empire, chapters 12 through 15, finishing up part 2, uh,
1: which is the Rebels Beneath a Sky of Ash. Um, So chapter 12, um, Vin goes to her first ball, and it happens to be at Keep Venture, which is one of the biggest... Um, keeps the whole uh lucidel and at the start she's pretty rough around the edges, but she gets better as time goes on. She gets more comfortable at the beginning, her hands were shaking and she was sweaty and all that. I liked
0: the the description that he used, like the anxiety that she got like she had like severe anxiety. Like everyone yeah. was looking at her and she like wanted like to run out of there and so then
1: she realized crazy. they're not
0: actually looking at her, they're looking at
1: And that was a really
0: cool way that he showed how kind of came to terms with it. Yeah. That she wasn't like, you know, it's like, oh my God, what's happening? And then she's like, oh wait, they're not looking at me. They're looking at Valette Mm Renault. Yeah. Maybe not the way I would have approached it, but I mean, you know,
1: clearly worked for her. (laughs) Yeah. so she takes a seat all by herself. Um, This allows her to get some practice and she can decline um, any dances or balls, dances in the ball. (laughs) um, And she sees her father. Yikes. I was not expecting her to see the
0: fathers (laughs) this quickly, and I I I know I think they talked about it very like like literally just a sentence, Mm -hmm. um, several chapters ago, and yeah, I forgot that she had actually seen him at the ball. Uh,
1: Yikes! Yeah, Yeah, that's (laughs) I mean, apparently he doesn't know that she's even born.
0: Yeah, um, which I mean goes back to the, the thing we learned way earlier, right? That whenever. Um, the noble nobility, or I guess in this case the avigators, have their way with the women. Then they're supposed to kill them mm-hmm. to make sure that there's no Alamance or ska.
1: Yeah, um, that didn't work out. Yeah, clearly. Um, and she meets Ellen Venture. Seems like someone who's just around her age. Um, and she starts to become really attached to him. And they talk for like a, a little bit and then she leaves and says it kind of scolds her for leaving because um, it might like it might give the wrong look. But then he also gives a point like, yeah, it's your first ball and people know that. So they should expect you to leave. So get some air. Even before that, I wanted to touch up on some things.
0: Um there were like those stained glass windows, kind of like the ones that churches have, and stuff like yeah. that, that were depicting, um, look, uh, I guess pre ascension Lord Ruler, mm-hmm. um, and he's fighting what everyone keeps talking about is the deepness. Yeah, it is being brought up enough times where it's kind of like, okay, this is this is going to be important, mm-hmm. you know. And I wonder if, like at this point, if the deepness was actually something good, and he
1: stopped it. Maybe um, we saw in the epigraphs that I think he made the Deepness. So it was... I'm thinking that it was something bad that he made. Um, and then he had to stop it himself. Yeah, so that he looked like the hero. Like Hero of ages. Ha, ha. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah, okay. Well, I guess we shall see either in this book or Sort of like or a or Megamind mind kind of thing. Yeah. You oh, honestly, <laughs> no, not even joking. Like, Megamind... That's what I thought every single time I read the epigraphs, and I was like, just thinking about mm-hmm. Lord Ruler's history. And we brought up Megamind before with a copper. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe Sanderson's Mistborn inspired
1: Megamind. I think he's just copying Megamind. I think Megamind came after. Because Mistborn came in like 2004 oh. or five. <laughs> Megamind copied Mistborn. Yeah. yeah exactly. Or, no, it inspired Mistborn. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. So I was wondering, during the whole thing, Sazed and Vin kind of give each other looks like Vin is like, you know, smiles at him or something. It's like, how is that not suspicious to everybody? To um, anybody? I think they're not really paying attention to her, right? Like she's,
0: she's not even wearing like the best dress and she's coming from not even a major house. Not even just not a major house, but she's not even coming from the house directly. remember because she's supposed to be Renault's niece. Mm-hmm. So it's not even the heir
1: to the Renault house. So she's oh yeah. Speaking of uh, oh that comes later in chapter thirteen. But Cal doesn't want any scandals or anything because the women will be jealous and the men won't really approve of it. Right? That's what they said. Yeah. Um, wait, I'm jumping to chapter thirteen. So Vin, he tells Cezed and the rest uh, of the crew members everything that she remembered about Ellen. I think he left some. She left something off. I don't remember exactly what it was. What do you mean? Um, she was, like, telling all the crew members, like, about the conversation with Ellen. She left something off, I'm pretty I sure. I
0: think she left off that part where he was against, like, Ska beatings and stuff like that. Mm. You know, he's one of those uh, rebel kind of types. He is? Yeah. That's what it seems like, right? Because he's talking about, like, he's not talking, and he's the, he is the heir to House Venture. And he's yes. not even taking part in his party that his house is hosting. Mm-hmm. Which I'm, you know, I'm sure we can probably infer. Maybe the culture is different. But I, I would infer that, you know, that doesn't exactly make his father happy. So he's rebe- rebelling against his father in that sense. And not
1: only that, but he's also against beating Ska, you know? So And she recalls that she feels really comfortable with him, even more, than, even more comfortable than with the crew and Kel. And Dachshund and everybody. I don't know if it's an age thing, but...
0: Ooh, I didn't think about that.
1: Yeah. Because all the dudes are like 30 plus. Yeah, I didn't even actually think about that. That it could be an age thing. Mm-hmm. Because... Like, she's still, like, you know, comfy with the crew, but she she didn't feel the bond like she did with sure. Ellen. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I didn't even think about <clears throat> that. I thought it was funny, though, uh,
0: when... Kelsey was talking about or telling Vin like you know stay away from him mm-hmm. like you know i uh, give him one of those glares
1: yeah and then she, gla- she goes, yeah, yeah she that's the one. <laughs> that was funny um but yeah anyway after that uh after like she tells everybody about the the conversation Kel leaves of course we don't know where um, but Vin follows him through the alemantic route 66 <laughs> all the way to Luthadel.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was, that was cool. That was a really neat, like idea that Sanderson came up. Well, I guess the characters came up with through Sanderson's ideas, obviously, but
1: I wonder yeah, the, if the like, bronze highway, Yeah, that's what they called it. It was, it was really cool. I wonder if, um, the Lord ruler made it or people before miss one before, um, the lord rulers yeah i mean um i imagine right like i'm thinking
0: in the future right era two and beyond if you were talking about building roads what if you build like you know several highways going throughout the entire you know yeah just you wouldn't even need to build roads right just have like metal laying around like everywhere like literally everywhere Mm -hmm. and then everyone could just use that to just you know feed their way through the entire country no need for flying cars. (laughs) yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i, I what, would you need flying cars if you are the flying car do you remember heroes the tv show yeah that reminded me of whenever they went to like an alternate future and they saw all the like everybody was like a superhero and everybody yeah could fly yeah, around. yeah yeah, yeah. that reminded that. me of that yeah, yeah. okay
0: <laughs>
1: that is quite the reach i haven't thought of heroes in a long time but Probably for a good reason. Yeah. I mean, I liked it, honestly. The, the Yeah, that show was good, but I heard Reborn wasn't that great. Um, I, I didn't even try watching it. Yeah, but I thought it was... The Route 66 was pretty cool. And whenever Vin gets caught by Kel, we see more of like the father-daughter relationship that I was talking yeah. about before. Yeah, that... like um, He, like, scolds her, berates her. And
0: then... Um, We'll touch on that a little bit more in chapter fifteen, I think. But uh, yeah, no, I I definitely see it. Um, but he's going to credit Shaw like mm-hmm. this early, and it's one of those things, right, with Sanderson, where his you know he goes you know steady pace and just explode, mm-hmm. and that's what this feels like, right? Like we're going to the balls, and then we were having some you know misborn training, and then not only is he bringing her along to one of his like raids, essentially.
1: But he's bringing her along to one of the raids to the Lord Ruler's house. Like that's that's insanity. Kelsier gives her adium. This is the first time we've ever seen it. It's kind of like a. It kind of reminded me of Mercury, but solid. So like, you know, like one of them. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: I actually imagine it's something like I don't know if you remember the game Grey Goo, it was that RTS game that came out.
1: Um, I think this
0: before my time no no definitely not it was three really? years ago yeah uh-huh. it was totally in the radar completely flopped but yeah no atm <laughs> but the the use like the actual use of atm it sounds unbelievably op it yeah and the yeah. nerf in the patch notes is basically that it
1: burns really quickly so, so like yeah. it's very mana hungry if <laughs> if <laughs> this was a video game this would be very unbalanced it would not be a good competitive game. No, I mean, <laughs> you would though, right? Because it's just like, okay, it's really
0: strong, but it's extremely mana-hungry. <laughs> and it's not like, you know, it's like a blast of light where you're slaughtering 70 troops at a time. It's, you know, you can
1: see things a little bit before they happen. Get more max mana, man. Yeah. <laughs> Tear of the Tear. Uh But yeah, so I find it pretty funny. In my notes, it says... Like, whenever Vin was, you know, gonna follow Kelsey or Kelsey was like, go home. Vin replied with, okay. Kelsey said, You're not gonna go home, are you? (laughs) Kelsey was like, okay. Vin says, no. Kelsey says, okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, oh, I guess we should probably brush up on what ATM actually is. So, essentially, ATM is another elementic metal. I think it's like, he said, it's the strongest of the elementic metals. And when you burn it, you see like a mirror image of what the person is about to do. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if they're about to swing at you and then you'll see it, you'll see kind of like a shadow, but the shadow is happening a little bit earlier. Now, obviously this gives you a massive advantage, right? You can see punches coming and swords slashing like early and all that stuff. And I mean, you know, if, for example, right, if you, if somebody, even if somebody's trying to stab you in the back, right? Like if all of a sudden you see a a sword kind of come out from, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in between your chest, you can tell, okay, there's somebody who's going to be stabbing me through the chest, so, you know, dodge out. Um, it's like Spidey sense. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's a visual Spidey sense, essentially. Now, the funny thing is, is that when uh, two people are burning ATM, that's when it gets really That's naughty. what we saw later, but we'll talk about that later. Was that later? No, I think, I thought it was chapter 13. He doesn't, I think they do it in chapter 14 with the Inquisitor, but, um, he does show her what happens when two people burn ATM. And that's, you know, you suddenly see multiple shadows oh, because you'll yeah. be reacting one way and then the, your opponent will be reacting another way. So it's like okay. several different possibilities. The Shadow Clone Jutsu. Yeah. But it's not. But it's like, yeah, multi-dimensional Shadow Clone
1: Jutsu <laughs> uh,
0: time, Is it dimensional? Time, time, yeah, time <laughs> so
1: yeah. it, it, was,
0: it It was cool. ATM, it opens up a lot of cool possibilities. I just wish that
1: they had, like, an unlimited supply to burn just to see what they could do. Um, Not only does it burn quickly, but it also goes bad quickly in your tummy. In your tummy. Um, One thing, and this
0: is, I don't know if many people would agree with you, but I I really like economics. It's one of my hobbies. And he talks about the ATM economics Mm -hmm. where he said, you know, ATM is very rare, which makes it very valuable. But it's really valuable because we burn it. And us burning it makes it more rare. And it's like a cyclical thing, mm-hmm. right?
1: Uh, and they can't resell it for some reason, they said.
0: Well, they can't really resell it in the sense that the Lord Ruler controls it. And he's like very, very dingy about his control oh, yeah, of ATM. Yeah. One thing I did want to bring up Kelsier does br- say something like, That he had met Ellen, I think, through Renault four years ago. Yeah, three years ago, whenever. No, um, four years ago. Oh. And he didn't become a Mistborn. He wasn't sent to the pits of Hassan until two years ago. So how long has this guy been impersonating Renault? And why was he, if he was impersonating Renault from from the get-go, why has he been impersonating him for that long? Because he's a big dude, big nobleman. Oh, you're saying like this was just a random guy who just killed him, took his like identity,
1: and then has just been living the good life. For, yeah, basically for four years. Because he's a he's a big dude, so he has a lot of influence, and he, he can you know spy and get a lot of information that way. Okay, and uh, again, um,
0: wanted to touch on the epigraphs from chapter thirteen. Uh, I'll just read it. I know that I shouldn't let a simple Pac-Man perturb me. However, he is from Terrace. Again, more mentions of Terrace. Like, this guy's racist against Terrace.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He is from Terrace where the prophecies originated. If anyone could spot a fraud, would it not be he? Okay, so the Lord Ruler. You know, you were, you were talking about that he may have created the deepness or yeah. whatever the bad thing was. And then he had to. So if he's saying, you know, if anyone could spot a fraud, would it not be he? That's actually Would it not be the terracen? Is that Yeah, true? would it not yeah, would it not because you know they said that the terracen were the one who created the prophecies, right? Yeah. They're the ones that that's where the prophecy comes from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if there's anybody who's supposed to see the prophecy or to see who would see that uh, as someone's a fraud,
1: yeah,
0: it would be them. So I wonder, you know, if we're starting to connect to all the dots, is this why the Lord ruler had ordered, you know, after the ascension he, he ordered the killing of all, not necessarily the terrorists men, but the keepers, which the, the keepers are the ones who hold on to the history. Mm-hmm. So did he order the execution of all the keepers to keep up that fraud, I guess?
1: Cesar did say uh, that the Lord Ruler fears keepers.
0: Remember yeah, that? right. And I and I don't know if maybe he fears the keepers because of that knowledge or if he fears the keepers because of something, the 11th metal. Right?
1: Yeah. I we still haven't seen Stasis in action, sadly. I do wanna see that. Yeah. Uh maybe he may not live
0: to see action. I don't know. No spoilers. Of course. No spoilers. I, no, he will he he might live, he may not live, that's all. He will live to show it, but then he'll die right after. Mmm. Okay. <laughs> Alright. So he's gonna die in the first like face of action is what you saying. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> So, anyways, chapter 14, we kick it off, and uh, Kelsier and Vin are approaching Critic Shaw. And so he's saying that every three days, Kelsier is saying that every three days, the Lord Ruler goes into this one particular room, like like clockwork. Every mm-hmm. three days, he goes into this one particular room and he stays there for three hours and then leaves. Yeah. So, and I think this was the exact same room that Kel and uh, Mare uh, mm-hmm. tried to infiltrate last time. And this is pre Mistborn Kelsier, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So this is what if he was just like a normie. This is like Attack on Titan basement level in it. Okay, so I we might actually touch on Attack on Titan, you know, teaser. We might be, <laughs> we, we might be hearing us from us soon regarding Attack on Titan. So anyways, when they're approaching, and this is, I, I'm feeling like this weird conflict, right? Where it's like, Sanderson has defined a lot of stuff where it's like, okay, you have defined rules where Copper, for example, prevents you from being, you know, soothe or riot. it, mm-hmm. but they're burning copper. Uh, so, so basically, what I'm what I'm trying to say, I guess I should touch on this first is that when they're approaching critic Shaw, they're feeling like insane on depression.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's a mm, he was working on like a machine or something that consumes.
0: I oh, forgot you're the saying, metal.
1: Uh, I think it's like bronze. Is it bronze? Whatever, no. whatever pushes your brass, emotion. brass. Yeah, what if the machine you feed it that and then it, it like does. What a brass misting would do, okay? It okay, like a depressing way. <laughs> All right, no, I liked that That's actually a really co- cool idea.
0: I think that's pretty cool. It kind of gives me like Legend of Korra vibes, yeah. You know, but yeah. So my thing was with then they're burning copper, but I, I don't know if it really worked, right? Because I think that she still complained a little bit later that she was mm-hmm. still feeling the effects yeah. of it,
1: although albeit less. Mm-hmm. If you are burning, if you are burning copper, mm-hmm. and someone uses ATM. Yeah. Then are you? So, what is that interaction? I don't know, right? Because like copper, it
0: hides you and also prevents you from being like you know, sued or rioted. Yeah. But I don't think that would work because, well, first of all, Kelsier, I see I, it. I can almost definitively answer that because Kelsier says the only counter to ATM is you also burning ATM. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, if you had known that you know, you could just burn copper oh yeah that that's true. um but it's interesting like how like on the i guess scientific level of it all mm-hmm. how he defines that copper it's like in like a body thing where it prevents it kind of hides your body mm-hmm. right you cannot be soothed and ride it and you cannot be whenever you're burning metals i almost a channeling again <laughs> whenever you're burning metals um that it's hidden but that's all yeah. like kind of internal, right? Whereas mm-hmm. ATM is like an external kind of thing, where it's like what your body's doing, and so an ATM is kind of like an like an observation of
1: the world. Mm-hmm. This is slightly off topic, but I want to see at least once in this series someone pulling the metal out of their stomach, and it's like half burnt. Oh, you're saying you're saying like if it's
0: ingested, like somebody yeah. else, like well, he said right, like one of the laws of is that you can't pull now. you can't pull you can't like you can't pull anything that's like in a body like earrings oh man
1: that sucks
0: i'm disappointed yep (laughs) Yep. uh so yeah i mean like that'd be so op though it's yeah i mean it's cool but it's like that's what i like about this is like it kind of limits you yeah but um, but then i guess that's what brings up the question is like what makes a lord ruler so powerful what mm-hmm. puts him over everybody else because he has to be limited to by the scene, uh,
1: by these same laws. Yeah, it's like for my alchemist, the laws of alchemy. Yeah, no, it, yeah. that's actually that's uh, one of the comparisons that people make because oh, you man. can't like you know make a life without yeah. without spending a life, <laughs> and even then it's like ugly.
0: Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they're in Critic Shaw, and. They kill some guards, and this is... I was actually surprised. I never actually realized this, but this is Vin's first kill. And she has, oh, like, yeah. you know, that thing that everyone kind of gets, especially, you know, teenage girl. That
1: Oh my she's god. She's surprisingly, she like... She's surprisingly naive, almost. Kind of innocent. And that's... That's one of the things I kind of felt like I didn't like
0: was, you know, she's seen this stuff before, and I, I guess maybe seeing killing and then doing it yourself, I mean, obviously that's... Two different things, but I felt like you know somebody who's been toughened by the life of you know the underground world yeah. for that long wouldn't have reacted that way. But again, you know what is like a 13, 14 year old girl.
1: Is she really that young? I
0: thought she was like uh, high teens. She might be sixteen. I think about it. Oh. I don't remember. <laughs> so, anyways, it's a trap. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> inquisitors were waiting for them, and I think they there was like three or four inquisitors total. Like mm-hmm. one comes out and. Run <laughs> uh run you fools. He does the Gandalf the gray and pushes uh vin with like the coin pouch you know slams yeah. into her and then pushes her away and she's like trying to run away inside though she finds like this chamber where she gets a book she grabs a book and she's she hears raining So she, you know she, so she kind of feels like she's probably close to a door or a window she breaks out. And she's hiding from the Inquisitor. It's like it's like a massive, like basically a cop chase mm-hmm. and uh, elemental cop chase, I guess. And so she makes sure to burn copper, but the uh, the Inquisitor finds her anyways. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, and again, this goes back to the same thing where, like, when they're approaching
1: critic Shaw, um, I was thinking maybe. Um, sorry, continue. No, no, I'm, go ahead. Uh, I was thinking maybe he used that one metal where you can see the blue lines and he saw her maybe like the metal inside of her is that possible
0: i don't think so because you can't though the blue lines are like from iron pulling and steel or is it steel push iron pull? oh right yeah, okay. so you're so if you can't pull or push on something then it won't show the blue lines i i think mm-hmm. right like i don't um that's to my understanding right the blue lines go to metals that you can pull or push on And if you can't pull or push on it, then I, and I understand it's still metal, but it's not a pullable slash pushable metal. So, yeah, but maybe, right. There was no indication of this, but what if like her earrings got loose? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, the blue line kind of sprang up, then maybe Mm -hmm. he tracked it that way. So regardless, um, she gets saved by somebody, not Kelsey, though, saves it. Yeah, later found out it was K- say I guess spoilers for Chapter 15. Thanks for jumping the gun there.
1: <laughs> um, um, I wonder if Hell is only good at fighting because he has ATM, which is like OP. Well,
0: Cause we, we never- would have
1: known that he would be burning ATM, right? On his
0: attack and keep venture. I I don't remember if he burned ATM. I don't think I don't, he, did, he, I don't, they, they didn't would, specify, yeah. but he could have, I feel like. Uh, if, they, if he would have, then they would have at least
1: just dropped the name ATM. And then oh. what left you kind of wondering. Yeah. I, I don't think he did. Uh huh. Also, if it only took one Inquisitor to do all that stuff to Camen's crew, I think three was a little overkill. But then again, it was kind of underkill because they Ooh, still lost them. One thing I wanted to uh, bring up, actually, I just remembered they were asking her
0: who her father was. Just an Obligator
1: in the Ministry.
0: Yes, but they don't know that the Inquisitors. So there's something there. The did not Inqui- know? They don't know what the Inquisitors were asking. Vin, who
1: their fa- who her father was. Oh, yeah, because they want to punish him, right? Because he wasn't careful. Right, but why go to that extreme lengths? I'm thinking because...
0: Because, she, like she, you said, you know, it's overkill, right? Because they said themselves... Like, I, I, I'm seeing, you know, connections, right? Where, like, Reen, they said, like, Reen was going from city to city as if he's running from something. Yeah. And then Kelsier said himself that Inquisitors never really get involved with Scott thieving crews.
1: Mm-hmm. So... I'm thinking it's because. Uh, what if she's a lord ruler's daughter? Oh, what if she's a lord ruler's daughter? <laughs> right? What, okay, hear me out. Hear me out. What if
0: she's a lord ruler's daughter? Yeah. Or they think she's a lord ruler's daughter. What if? Okay, yeah, that's actually one thing too. What if Reen wasn't right about who her father was? What if she's actually the lord ruler's daughter, and they're planning a coup, and they're saying, "Look, this god king made the rules for everybody, but not himself." Uh-huh. Eh? no no <laughs> okay wow
1: all right um i'll remember that next time you gotta make a prediction so i'm thinking that they only are tracking her down because they want to figure out who her father is because they're giving he essentially gave the rebel scum a misborn <laughs> Rebel scum. he essentially gave rebel scum misborn okay he he just okay. like that's fair. yeah that's like a that's like a massive no because it's not yeah. just a regular misting; thing it's a mistborn yeah okay and it's fair. a ska one which is even bigger bigger of a deal because there's supposed to be like no ska yeah all masters let alone mistborn okay yeah. that's fair so anyways we jump over to chapter
0: 15 and kelsey is over at clubs shop and he is like he is like extremely upset obviously and he mm-hmm. feels very guilty that he kind of uh, led basically Vin to critic Shaw, and <laughs> Doxen is like chewing him out. Mm-hmm. He's like, How could you let her uh, do this? And I mean, to be fair with Kelsey, like he said himself, you know, if uh, if he didn't bring her along, then she would have snuck in herself, yeah, and that would have been worse, right? Because then he wouldn't exactly be there to keep an eye on her.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he feels bad, and then uh, Seized shows up um i feel like he he's ashamed of his failure and or he's reminded of mari's death
0: yeah and this is what i was talking about earlier where he kind of feels like a father-daughter relationship here right because he kind of feels like okay he lost mari and now he's kind of protects his daughter yeah like like, a pseudo daughter what if Um, he's her father what (laughs) no (laughs) see how that feels (laughs) uh so anyways um vin's like you know really badly wounded i think she's like a massive like stab wound like gash not even just a stab wound yeah um massive gash on her ribs area i guess uh so seiza gives her pewter to burn uh, apparently she's been used to it i guess that she's burning it subconsciously so it's kind of giving her strength
1: i have a question about pewter okay if you use it you are stronger yes but does it necessarily if you get shot per se you're probably going to die, but will it prolong your life? I think it would, right?
0: I think it would, ideally.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Right? Because it's, I don't see it any different than what Vin's dealing with here. Right? So she had a massive stab wound on her side, and mm-hmm. she was she lost a lot of blood. And, you know, there's probably some muscle tearing and stuff like that. So the pewter kind of, maybe not heals it, but makes it stronger. So the blood loss is slower, I guess.
1: Huh. Yeah.
0: I mean, just my idea, I guess. Anyways, so Seized has some metal mind. I I think this is the first time they've ever mentioned this. It is. So Seized has his metal mind, which helps him, which I guess contains information on medicine, which helps him, like, stitch her up. And he also mentioned a little bit earlier that, you know, he knew that Vin was going to follow Kelsier.
1: Wait, what do you mean? I think he used it to get there quickly.
0: Yeah, but he also no. used the metal mind to, I don't know, heal her or know how to stitch or something like that mm. because to me metal mine sounds like you know m- like a flash drive uh-huh. <laughs> right like that, that's how i think of it like right like that's what a flash drive is it's metal and it has information it's just, it's just a data storage yeah so and i guess that kind of makes sense you know that's how he knows so much that's how that i guess that's how the keepers kind of stored their information uh-huh. what's in these metal mines but what's interesting is that Earlier, when Seiza said that, or yes, yeah, said that he um, realized that Vin was missing and then wanted to follow her. He mm-hmm. uses he used uh, the metal line to get there quickly. Yeah. So that I don't get me neither. <laughs> you know, uh, and I'm sure we'll find more about it. But regardless, uh, end of chapter fifteen. It ends up with uh, them discussing the book because he said he found it there. Now I'm guessing he probably found it there because Vin was carrying it and like running with it, yeah. but the the book is written in Uh-huh. which I guess is an
1: ancient language. It said um, it's like pre ascension. We don't even know what that is yet, uh, and
0: yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he um, no spoilers, but all I can tell you is it's about to get real. <laughs> Seriously, like, as far, especially as far as the
1: epigraphs go, um, we, there's no Helenium in the map, either. I was looking. Hmm.
0: (laughs) What if he didn't, what if he, he may not have have even wiped it out. He may have just changed the name. Yeah. What if Helenium was terrace? Possibly. You know? Uh, so anyways, he said that, yeah, he can translate it, but he'll have to do it later because he's really tired. Um. But I, and this, I love these epigraphs. so I actually wanted to touch on chapter 15's epigraph. Um, I don't know why Quan betrayed me. Even still, this event haunts my thoughts. He was the one who discovered me. He was a terrorist philosopher who first called me the hero of ages. It seems ironically surreal that now, after a, his long struggle to convince his colleagues, he's the only major terrorist holy man to preach against my reign. So, this Lord Ruler, again, the, we're all under the assumption that this is the Lord Ruler. And I just feeling like this is kind of obvious uh, as we mm-hmm. get more and more epigraphs graphs come in that I don't know why Quan betrayed me. So, this is the interesting part, right? Where he's saying earlier that, you know, this Pac Man, who's Rashek, I, I, I yeah. think Rashek? Sound like,
1: sounds familiar.
0: So, <laughs> Rashek is a Pac Man who's with the, with the Lord Ruler. Mm-hmm. Or I get okay. We'll just call him Lord Ruler for right now. Yeah. Uh, so he's Rashek is with the Lord Ruler, and he doesn't like him either. But then here he's saying that Kwan doesn't like him, or Kwan said that he was a hero of Ages, and now he's saying he's not the hero of Ages. So I wonder if Kwan, if rashek like listened to Kwan, and he he's on Kwan's side, I guess. So he knows that you know he said okay, he's a uh, hero of Ages. Like oh wait, never mind, he's not the hero of Ages, and. None of the terrorists are believe are listening to him, other than Rashak.
1: Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, sorta. It's I don't know. I'm I, still 130 percent loss on these things. So, really?
0: Yeah. Uh well, I can tell you, it's definitely gonna get more open. Like, good, way more open. Because uh, <laughs> it's getting a little bit annoying, honestly. <laughs> it de- it definitely opens up here. Um, you just have to. Um, it's one of those. Uh, this is the element of these books where they make way more sense on the second read through. Mm. Um, Because again, you're you're not expected to know these things. Mm -hmm. And I guess this would actually be kind of a segue, but um, to those of you who kind of read these books and sometimes have a hard time following along and feel like you don't know something, don't freak out, you know, don't get frustrated. Sometimes, uh, and sanderson himself especially says especially regarding the stormlight series you have to trust him be a patient reader it'll make sense when it's supposed to make sense and if it hasn't made sense yet most likely it's not that you're a bad reader or you're an attentive reader it's just that it's not supposed to make sense yet mm-hmm. so just be patient with it enjoy it for what it is make your
1: predictions that you want to
0: predict and then go
1: with it yeah from what i heard stormlight doesn't get uh crazy until like the last ten percent of the book. Yeah. Is, and um, that's a hefty book, so ten percent's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I, I would say that's about the
0: same case with Miss Warren as well, to be honest with you. Um Well oh, Miss Warren got spicy like Well and I don't i again I've never read Stormlight, so I don't know if you mean crazy as in like interesting until the last ten percent. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't read I, I imagine it's definitely interesting. To my understanding people said who didn't like the first book were fell in love with the second book. Like I'm mm-hmm. um, like amazing, amazing second book. That, that's just what I've heard. But I digress. But another thing I want to bring up regarding Lord Ruler. Uh Kelsier says that they've tried killing him before. They've even like burned down a house that he was in and he just walked out of it barely more than a skeleton and he healed through it.
1: Yeah. Maybe he's a Titan. <laughs> I I
0: I wonder if he's something kinda like like a like a steel inquisitor. Right, like we don't know steel inquisitors like healing properties or anything like that, but apparently they're super scary mm-hmm. and they're notoriously difficult to kill. I think is what one of the characters said earlier.
1: You know what I was thinking?
0: What if he's like a massive steel? Yeah, okay. So I guess it kind of goes back to my theory, right? What if Vin is Lord Ruler's daughter and Lord Ruler is just this super steel inquisitor, and they're and these inquisitors are planning a coup, and that's why they're trying to figure out who her father is because they think it's a Lord Ruler. Now we're talking.
1: <laughs> now, now you're in? Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was thinking maybe the Lord Ruler made the Deepness, and he made the Mist Race. And I feel like they have something to do with each other. The Deepness and the Mist Race? Yeah, because I feel like Deepness wasn't dangerous, and he took it down. And it's similar to the Mist Race. They aren't dangerous at all, but they just look dangerous. Oh. Or it has something to do with Steel Inquisitors, or all three. Because there's it. no reason, there's no way Miss Racer is there for the story. They have to contribute to something. You think so? Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think he made um, the deepness and it has something to do with the Steel Inquisitors, for sure. Okay. Because he made them too. They're apparently creatures, um, as stated before. So I have like a bunch of little itty-bitty thoughts here. So Lester Bornis, you know how his English is like super whack? Doesn't make any sense. Um, Whack. I was thinking I, it'd be pretty interesting if his English gets better throughout the series if he's if he survives because he's with the crew members more and his English like uh, becomes more ordinary. That'd be pretty cool to see. Oh, you're saying like kind of
0: like his dialogue or accent or I yeah. guess his way of talking would kind yeah. of improve. Okay, yeah, I, I see that.
1: Remember, never. Um, Kel got super mad in the beginning of this chapter. Yeah, because wasn't he mad at himself? Yeah. yeah. It reminded me of Kylo Ren in The Force Awakens whenever he was like slashing the control panel and then the stormtrooper. I, mean, just, I, like... I don't agree with that
0: comparison because he, Kelsey was kind of, was like a calm
1: angry, almost. I mean, he did smash a table and splinter it.
0: Mm. Okay, maybe not that calm. <laughs> I, didn't, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, okay, that's fair. I like both characters a lot, personally. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, that'll about do it from... Unless you have anything else. I wish the Star Wars Rebels Quizzers were as threatening as this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you mean the Inquisicopters? Yeah. I don't know. Star Wars Rebels. I, we might have to talk about that one as well. Teaser for a possible episode. Anyways, that'll about do it from us for this episode. That was chapters 13 to 15. And we are done with part two, Rebels Beneath the Sky of Ash. And we are actually... Good news. Uh I guess I hope it's good news to you guys. We will be actually speeding up a little bit. So we are starting part 3 next time which is Children of a Bleeding Sun and this time we're going to be hitting chapter 16 through 20 for the next episode. 5
1: chapters. Yep. Uh I think so we're going to try and split up the uh episodes into um like one half of one part is an episode and the next half is an episode yeah so that-
0: we'll adjust accordingly if it's doable or not doable or if it doesn't seem to make sense or doesn't make sense but we'll we'll figure it out as on a per episode basis but yeah that seems to be where we're leading leaning towards now because to be honest with you I don't know if you guys remember but little brother here didn't wasn't super into the book when we first
1: started now he's yeah. actually been talking about he really wants to get through it so um, because i i just think like you know three chapters it's gonna take a bit yeah if it's we're a yeah we're just gonna be like uh slithering along at that yeah. point super <laughs>
0: slow but yeah so anyways next time part three children of a bleeding sun chapter 16 through 20 please give us continue to give us feedback uh like us if you like it you know and if you don't like it let us know why and share this with anybody who you think will like
1: it we would really like some feedback because i'm trying to fix this audio yeah yeah any issue, we are know, not audio audio
0: issue people. technical <laughs> issues if we talk too much talk too little say um too many times which we have caught ourselves doing hopefully we're getting a little bit better at that but yeah you know continue to roll those feedbacks in and then as always keep listening and thanks again guys